Derek and Sessie, so thank you for joining us for another episode of Professor Oak's Pokemon Talk. We are getting into a new season, and uh, in shocking news to kick this off, no one's going to see this coming. Everyone sit down so you don't fall down. <laughs> um, Professor Oak is unable to join us today because a skitty sat on his lap, so by the rules of the universe, when a skitty sits on your lap, you are not allowed to move. Fair, this honestly. Is, this is this best excuse so far. This I'm is the not best mad reason. about it, no. yeah. Not going to be angry about that. <laughs> but welcome to season six. We are traveling with new trainers in Kalos. Uh, Sassy, you're going to be following a trainer named Ophio um, in shocking news like snakes. I guess the he was destined from birth to be yes. into snakes. Uh, <laughs> and Derek is following a trainer named Boo Jis. Not to be confused with Boo Jis. Um, this is a child who is traumatized by some, what he called of the most iconic horror characters in the world during his childhood and continues to be dramatized by these horror characters. So he's going to build a team based around those and we'll find out more as time goes on. I can't wait to not get any of these references at all this season. Like, I never get your references to begin with, but now I'm definitely going to be just like... I think there's a solid (laughs) chance you're going to get at least the first couple. I think these are like universal really icons of terror. More of me. Also, we're yes. together. Derek and I oh, yes, we are, are recording together. So if there's more chaos than usual, welcome to season six. You know, we could literally <laughs> say this for every episode, and they would have no way of knowing. That's true. So we, <laughs> but there is actually only one one microphone. We are uh, Angel, star of last season, and I came up to to uh, Michigan to spend some time up here and. Uh, be attacked by an army of cats it's been kind of the best weekend ever so um but yeah let's get into the characters naming conventions all that type of stuff um if you want to start with ophio and kind of the any background uh name all that type of stuff yeah so if you haven't picked up this season's challenge um our trainers are less interested i think compared to past seasons in like technical difficulties and really you know, approaching a, a Pokemon journey in a way that makes their lives more difficult for no apparent reason. Yeah. I guess this might still make their lives difficult for no apparent <laughs> reason, but... Well, Kalos is not known for being a particularly, like, ruthless region no, to, to travel through. No, it's not. So you can get more creative and have more fun with the themes and be more, like, thematic and flavorful and less about, like, technical skill and murder. Yes, which is what we're doing this year. So our trainers are siblings, actually, which makes it very convenient because you don't have to keep track of multiple family (laughs) dynamics anymore. Um, And they both really, I guess, grew up in a household where they're really gung-ho about, like, highly themed events and activities. So, um, yeah, Ophio is a big fan of snakes, and she's going to be using only snake Pokemon. And actually, very interestingly, she has sort of been, like, collecting as more, like, pets than Pokemon partners, but she's got some snake Pokemon already, so she's actually starting out the journey with six Pokemon. That is who she's going to be traveling with the entire time. Like, she's already got her little, like, traveling circus of snakes, so, that like, that's is... going to be her core group, and so I would not expect to see a lot of movement amongst those six. That is impressive. Yeah, Boo just does not have <laughs> that same level of forward thinking. It's very much going to be a fine Pokemon as you go that 
I feel like it's gonna be easy for. I'm just gonna start calling him Boo for short. It's <laughs> gonna start be easy for Boo because very much he's just going to see a Pokemon, be immediately traumatized, and be like, "Oh my gosh, this is what I." And then bam, it's right there. So not a ton of thought on the team. It's if you if he sees a Pokemon and it's traumatic, he's ready to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not same kind of backstory naming convention wise. It's just gonna be whatever those character, whatever the characters' names are that he's afraid of. So very straightforward. Yeah. Um, it'll make it easier when trying to get the references. I hope. And I guess we should also clarify for our listeners. Yes. Um, I am Sassy in the Y universe. You're oh, in the yes. X universe. Yes, Derek, I am in the X universe. The, the X catching rules. Um, that's the Pokedex that, that yes. uh, Boo was given. It Boo was given specifically the X Pokedex. Yes, so. and Ophio got Y. And I, Sessi, have traveled through Kalos before. And we're finally back on track with you, Derek. You've been to Kalos before, yes, right? Yes, I have, okay. been, have been to Kalos before. And one thing that's important to remember, we haven't talked about this in a lot of the episodes, but with the different Pokedexes you're given, if you're given an X or a Y Pokedex, um just remember everyone out there if you do use a pokeball on a pokemon that's not in your pokedex it immediately like starts glowing red hot spins and just hits you right in the face it can be lethal so remember (laughs) abide by pokedex rules if you break the pokedex rules you probably will die um just our normal reminder for safety out there yeah um yeah i guess anything else we want to say about being in Kalos, uh, our trainers aren't automatically white anymore, yeah, which is that. great. Excellent. Like, we're really moving up in the world now that we're in Europe. Well, I think technically <laughs> the trainers were Japanese before. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So they're so not... lighter skin. Now we have different skin tones yes. to mix it up a little bit. Um, for, but uh, improvements. For, yes, improvements. Improvements in the Pokemon universe. And now for a quick word from our sponsors. Bonjour, bonjour, et bienvenue à Kalos. En Kalos, nous avons beaucoup de café où nous buvons du café et du vin et mangeons la baguette. Je parle seulement un peu de français et j'ai rien à dire. Alors, voyagez à Kalos et les cafés. Et merci à Google Docs, l'assistance grammaire. Now back to our show. So getting into Vanneville Town, I think I'm saying Vanneville, right? I think so. Yes. So our trainers are just like, we show up, they're not prepared at all. They're still in pajamas, rolled out of bed. Um, We're not mad because I mean, that's exactly what I would be doing. I would not be ready to go at all. (laughs) Yeah, we get there at 10 o'clock and these kids are still in their pajamas. But I mean, to be fair, like I woke up at 945 this morning. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you woke up any. Yeah, I was up by like 9.30 yeah. in that same range, so um, can't be mad at that. But the, when we get downstairs, their mom is definitely like very pushing them. That you should probably go outside, meet neighbors, get dressed, be a person. So um, it is funny because all the parents in the Poké universe are so ready to throw their kids out at like 9 years old or 10 years old that uh, these trainers are a little bit older, correct? They're not I 10. think they are. Let me double check that. Yeah, we'll say teenagers. Yeah. These are teenagers now, so... The parents are basically like, look, Pokemon or not, go to the forest and find your own life. So I think she was very much like, get clothes on. Why are you still in my house right now? You waste of space. In well, the nicest way possible. Boogis, I feel like, Boogis is the younger brother. Yes. Right? And Ophio is older. So Ophio is probably about 15, 16, but Boogis is, Boo is probably yeah. a little younger. It's, it's, it's Boo. Just, just, <laughs> not to get confused with Boogis. Sorry. Uh, now, yeah. 
So that, that is true. So I guess I, I guess Ophio's been the linger for a little bit yes, longer there. Yeah. Well, um, she had her little like circus of snakes, and she was like, "I don't need anything more than this." And now I think because Boo is like ready to get out of the house, their mom is like, "Okay, Ophio, both like." Get out of here, too. Also, like, for whatever reason, we always find children who've just moved to a new town. So I feel like there's just this, like, cumulative change happening in their lives. That is true. That is true. Well, then once we get back outside, there's a whole squad out there (laughs) with Calum. There's Serena and Shauna are all just waiting. They really seem enthusiastic. They're basically like, yo, Professor Sycamore is waiting to meet us. They're impressed that he's heard like about the trainer in, in general because i guess ophio and boo are well known to some degree they seems like everybody in this town knows who they are i mean yeah so i don't think it's clear to us yet but yeah like calem serena and shauna are like i don't even know how sycamore knows who you are but he asked for you guys by name and so like obviously we got to see what's up about this yeah i think it's their mom might be famous and they just don't know it possibly possibly <laughs> we will find we will find out more about that later now, they do invite us to join them all the way down to Aquacore Town. Um, so I guess at this point, we got no choice. We're just following along with Ophio. Yeah, mom uh, was pretty Boo. clear about getting them out of the yeah, house. So, so, like, this is as good of a plan as any. <laughs> she had a rye horn outside. I did not want to get on her bad side. Um, <laughs> route one is, was yeah, it was a very easy path there, thankfully. They did not try to put us on a, on a death trail to get to Aqu- uh, Aquacore Town. There's no items, no trainers, Pokemon. Yeah, we don't even have any Pokemon with us. Obviously, we don't have any of our own. None of these kids have any of their own. It would have been a, a death mission. So, thankfully, their her, their parents don't hate them that much. Um, but after a short walk, we are in Aquacore Town. Now, the rest of the friend group, we thought there weren't enough. This is a large little squad of people. Because Tierno and Trevor are sitting in this, like, little cafe just, like, waiting for us. So, they have, like... I feel like we need to even just, like, stop before we talk about all of these small children that apparently we're going to be interacting with this season and just be like, this is the most beautiful place we've this ever been true. to yes. in a Pokemon game. Yes, it or, was very... sorry, in a Pokemon journey. <laughs> yes, it was very, very nice. Uh, I don't understand why they're leaving at this point. Now, you know what? I understand why they're getting kicked out, though, because all the parents there are like, yo, this is beautiful. We can like, just hang we out, We want to have our, like, afternoon glasses of wine or yes. bottles of wine and, like, yes. not be responsible for children. So, like, like, go away, kids. Why are you here? <laughs> so I don't even blame them at all. Um, they do, in a weird move, really want to give nicknames to Ophio and Boo. Um, Which, have- like, Ophio didn't ask for this. Yeah. Like, she's already got kind of a weird name. And, like, I get it because I have kind of a weird name. And so, like, I don't love when people give me nicknames because I'm like, that's not, that's not my name, though. Like, Well, that's the other thing is, like, <laughs> if you didn't ask for the nickname and then you also, they asked for you to give yourself one, which is even worse. Right. So, like... I mean, I guess, like, you shouldn't ask for a nickname anyway, because then you're just kind of forcing it. But then they, like, yeah. make it this whole thing of, like, we're going to give you a nickname because you're our new friend. And, and then you like, have to pick as well. Yeah. So, um, Ophios is not the most appropriate. What is it? <laughs> it's Lady O. <laughs> <laughs> well, Boo is... She's the oldest of the group, so, like, <laughs> I think she took a little bit of perverse pleasure in oh. that. Well, Boo is Big B. Oh, okay. Big B was what okay. he went with. Um, just, just, he's not a fan of it at all. So yeah, I, just think, I think he's hoping that they forget, but uh, I, I don't have any hope. They seem very enthusiastic about it, so I have very low expectations for their forgetting. But it's cool. I'm gonna still call Boo Boo. Uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna say Ophio. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to go with Big B. I, I'm not as big of a fan now. Um, they also, for some strange reason, have starter Pokemon for both Ophio and Boo to choose from. Uh, there's no adults anywhere. 
The, there's no. They, did they steal like, them? Tierno and Trevor are small children. Yeah, like Tierno's yeah. maybe potentially around Ophio's age, like maybe like 14, 15, 16. Tierno mm-hmm. is like a small child, and Tierno seems to be in charge of this whole exchange. And it's like you're max ten. Yeah. And like, why are you in charge of of starter Pokemon? But I guess Tierno and Trevor already like are Pokemon trainers. They yeah. already have their own team. So it's um Callum, Serena, Shauna, and then Ophio and Boo that are yeah. all choosing starter Pokemon. That makes sense. And that's how uh Tierno and Trevor were able to steal these starters because they had Pokemon to right. use to steal them, clearly. Correct. Yes. Right, so starter choice. <laughs> it is this is really interesting because Ophio doesn't need a starter, doesn't want a starter, because Ophio's already got Pokemon. Well yeah, so Ophio has technically a starter pokemon um it is snivy okay <laughs> from uh unova so if you remember nick had a snivy liam we loved liam yeah um until he died but i don't think that uh snaky as <laughs> ophio is named snivy um you know we're not doing any nuzlocke rules so I, I don't think we have to worry about any deaths here but um yeah so technically she has a starter it's not one of the kalos starter pokemon but she does at least have a traditional starter on her team nice well boo did pick a starter because boo is again starting with a fresh team and boo selected uh fennekin as his starter um, the Best, honestly, okay, hot take, like, side tangent for a second. I think Fennekin might be, it's too spicy to say the best starter Pokemon, full stop, but, like, I'm willing to go there, like, at least top three. Like, Fennekin is ballin', and, like, the whole evolutionary line is just so good. It's such an interesting type combination. I think that... Like the designs are rad. Like I'm, I personally, Sessie, I'm a big, big fan of Fennekin. I yeah, I do think Fennekin is awesome. But now the fun part is, can you guess what horror icon? Obviously Fennekin? not. No. Why? Why would you ask I me mean, this? I mean, it's just okay. Fine if you don't. So this Fennekin is named Swiper after Swiper the fox. Oh, okay. Because, Swiper no swiping. Yes. Uh, Swiper. Okay, is, I get that one. And this is for Boo. <laughs> Swiper is one of the most terrifying icons in horror history. <laughs> it is a talking fox that steals things from you. If you told anybody that a fox stole something from you, they think you're crazy. He is the gaslighting master. He is also quite dangerous. Fox has rabies and shit. What are you supposed to do? I'm always scared. That is a quote from Boo. It is true. If Swiper wants to swipe your shit, you can't do anything about it because you fight a fox, you're going to die. You tell someone a fox stole your stuff. You're going to, like, the psych ward somewhere, and they're like, a fox did not swipe something, and yell, Swiper! Like, that's not how it... I, I think that's what Swiper says. I don't... I I, don't whatever remember. it is. But yes, so Swiper is one of the most terrifying characters. What a in... formative horror experience, too. Yeah. And I do think there was a pack of rabid foxes uh, in Washington, D.C. that, like, lived on the Capitol lawn that, like, attacked people. Oh, so, see? like, yeah, it's, like, definitely a thing. That's a terrifying concept. So, yeah, whatever you do, watch out for Swiper. Um, and yeah, that's one of the scariest things you can have on a team. So we got Swiper the Fennekin just ready to, uh, steal shit. All right. Well, let's check Mark that as like the only one I'm, the only reference I'm ever going to get this entire season. I have belief for number two as well. Okay. Now, <laughs> now Trevor, uh, who's this, the, the researcher, more of the nerd, does also give us a Pokedex while Tierno, the dancer, gives us a letter from Professor Sycamore addressed to our mom, not to us. And this kind of gets what you were saying before that I think people know us because of... 
or we know them because of their mom and yeah. know even our existence, the fact that, like, we're – because I feel like most times when we're following trainers, like, nobody knows who we are. Right. Nobody knows what's going on, but they know – they're aware of our presence as well. Apparently, it's big news over here, so. I assume, like, Professor Oak, like, must send at least, like – bare minimum basic communications to the professor of various regions of at least being like i'm sending staff with to trainers that you might be interacting with so like just f he he must right you have high expectations (laughs) you have higher expectations than i do um so once everybody's got pokemon now shauna does insist on battling uh, both of them both ophio and boo and has chosen the pokemon that's weak to the type they choose to try to make it more of a I guess more of a easy starter experience for both Ophio and Boo. Bad at Pokemon. Or terrible at Pokemon. <laughs> Probably one or the other. Don't know which one. Um, so that was, yeah, no, nothing eventful there. It was very much just an intro for Ophio and Boo. And I feel like Ophio already having, uh, being a snake tamer, basically, yeah. was not too worried about it. And Boo seemed to know at least what he was doing for the basics. Now, Yeah, Shauna had a uh, Froakie. So water type oh. to Snivy's grass type was, yeah. Not a problem. No. Although I should actually say now, Ophio, since she's never actually trained any of her Pokemon, they're all starting at level one. So she has six Pokemon, which oh. I'll go through when we get to the next route when you talk about what other Pokemon um, Boo has caught. Yeah. But um, yeah, so like at least she, she has six, but they are all like very, very low, like leveled. Okay, okay. Then yeah, so we'll, we'll get more into that in a second. Because yes, yeah, starting with level one is tough because somebody's got to win a battle somewhere and that's not always the easiest thing to do yeah now, uh a pokemon employee is also near the fountain in the center of town that gives out some a potion which is nice to start especially classic you got level one pokemon they're going to need some healing so that's a kind way to kind of start the journey but after battling we are going to go back to vanderville town to deliver the letter from the professor to their mom because she just got a letter we're still here might as well figure it out mm-hmm. um and i'll let you kind of address this but it seems like the mom <laughs> is into professor sycamore a little bit um i think verbatim what i have written down is that mom is definitely horny for professor sycamore I, which honestly fair <laughs> like we as derek and Sessie, as uh you know staff for professor oak like we had a little bit of uh face-to-face meeting with professor sycamore right at the very beginning yes. of arriving at kalos um and he's fine I, like. I, can't, I cannot argue with you on that one it is a beautiful man so yes understandable but it is still a weird thing to do when you're traveling with her kids to deliver this potentially yeah she's like out loud being like yeah. "Ooh, is this a love letter look at how fancy the stationery and the writing is um yeah. but it's not a love letter no thankfully <laughs> it's not because i did not want to see that um it's basically an invitation for Ophio and Boo to start their own Pokemon journey. And she is all about that. She's like, get the fuck out in less extreme terms. Get some <laughs> clothes. Get out of my house. Um, we This is where we catch the first hint that their mom is apparently a famous Rhyhorn racer. Something's going on there where they have the Rhyhorn outside. Everybody knows who she is. Rhyhorn racing is a super dangerous sport. But uh, I guess that's where she got most of her like notoriety and everything from. Now... To get more information on this, we're going to cut to an exclusive interview with field correspondent Gabby, who's going to interview their mom and get a little bit more detail on why she's so well-known. A quick break, and we'll be right back with the show. Hi, folks. Field correspondent Gabby here with 
Grace, otherwise known as Ophio and Boo's mother, uh, but very famed Rhyhorn racer. It's so good to have you here with us today. Hello, it's so good. Is this like on the radio so everybody can hear it? Like even like all the single dads out there that just, you know, maybe want to meet up and talk and, you know, get at me. Is this a good place for them to hear me? It is. We're actually, uh, radio station is based out of Goldenrod City, uh, but we're syndicated on a lot of stations around the Pokeverse. So yeah, your your reach is going to be pretty, pretty far. Awesome. Make sure you put my phone number at the end and maybe some contact information and my address just to make it easier. Wow, that's so kind and gracious of you to be willing to follow up on any of our listeners' questions after our interview. Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, Grace is going to make herself available after the show, but for now, we'll just get right into our questions. So, welcome to Vanaville Town. I know that you just moved here, um, but I would love to know what, what brings you to this area of Kalos. Well, I've been trying to find the right place to abandon my kids, and it just seems like such a great place. The forest is really pretty, there's little cafes, and I can't wait to kick these little pain in the asses out so I can have men over and figure out, you know, who to settle down with and the right bachelor to, you know, bring over. And I've heard there's actually a professor nearby that's quite the stud, and, you know, that that's what I'm looking for. So, yeah, kick them out of the house and make sure they're safe. It is so convenient to have a Pokemon professor nearby so that your train, your children are, are able to go on a Pokemon journey. That's very exciting. Um, well, I'm here to talk a little bit more about your sporting history um, because our, fan, our listeners might not be as aware. Um, so tell us, there aren't a lot of women in Rhyhorn racing. It's actually pretty rare, especially when you were sort of coming up. So um, how did you get into Rhyhorn racing? So I was like inspired. I was trying to find a man and I decided that, oh, look, I like that Sierra song called Ride It and everybody seemed excited about her. So I was like, oh, what if I ride something? And there was a Rhyhorn there. So I did that. Inspiring. <laughs> I, wow. I just, I'm, I'm, I don't think you've ever gone on the record with your origins before. So just really, I, I do appreciate your, your transparency here. Um, well, I personally am a big fan, so I'd love to know, um, I of course have my own, but what was your favorite victory in your career? Oh, definitely when I got the letter from Professor Sycamore. That was a huge victory. Like, it wasn't a love letter, but I think it was. I'm still deciphering it. I think there might have been some, like, wax letters on the back, or maybe I need to, like, decode something or figure something out, but 100% Sycamore. Win! Okay, okay, yeah, um... <clears throat> Okay, well, um, sorry, <laughs> wasn't really expecting that. Um, all right, well, we just have time for one more question, the patented hard-hitting question for the folks at home. What do you say to allegations that you use performance-enhancing drugs on your Rhyhorn in the 1996 Sillage City Derby? You know who doesn't need performance-enhancing drugs? Sycamore. Now back to our show. Okay, yeah, so... Mom is ready to find a husband. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> or Just, or a wife or, or multiple or anything partners. It is what I was about to say anything. <laughs> like that hit is... up Ash's mom and get a Mister Mime. Like wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna not even try to think about that. We're gonna move to Route Two, uh, and, and north of Aquacore Town is Route Two. Um, or is that Avance Trail? Avance Trail. Avance Trail. Yes. So this is a very fun fact. Um, I don't even remember what Route 1 was named. I think it had a name. But um, in Kalos, instead of just numbering their routes, they also have names, which I will never keep straight. Like, if you asked me what Avance Trail was, I would not tell you it was Route 2. But 
I think it's a nice touch. Like, it's a little bit more, I don't know, it feels like a region that has, it's more established and has more going for it than just Pokemon. Mm. Like, we have actual names for our roads here. That's it. (laughs) It is it, it is uh, kind of a step up. Everything so far has been beautiful in this region. They got fancy names there. They're stepping it up. It's less of like a a rugged region where it's not as like dangerous for the trainers. I, yes. I like what they're doing here. Yes. Very well manicured little areas. Yeah. And then, so this is kind of a slight step up where there are patches of tall grass where there's Pokemon, but no trainers just yet. So kind of getting out there, Serena and Kalem provide a tutorial to try to help out uh, Ophio and Boo just in case they're not ready. And give out some 10 Pokeballs each to basically, this is how we catch Pokemon. At this point, I think everyone in the universe knows you just throw a Pokeball to catch a Pokemon. But for some reason, everyone wants to keep explaining it like it's rocket science. But it is literally just like, I threw a ball. Also, they back. grew up with a famous Rhyhorn racer also mom. That. So they've yeah. been around Pokemon their entire lives. Ophio fucking showed Has up a whole team of six. with yeah. six Pokemon. Like... But, you know, we shouldn't give them too hard of a time. Like, they're just, maybe they're just, uh, Serena and Caleb are just really... They're trying to be helpful. Motivated about yeah. having friends that actually seem competent because, like, bless her heart, Shauna is just not it. Like, no. Shauna has no idea what's trying going on. so hard. She makes Bianca look like <laughs> she has her life together. Yeah, I, no, you're right. You're very right. So, at least they are trying to help. That That, that is a positive in that. Um, one interesting note to make out, and then we'll kind of get back to catching pokemon and what's the what the teams look like because we do want to get into that um pokemon do now gain experience not just from like, defeating but also by catching wild pokemon um this is something that is in a lot of regions around the world but this is really the first time we've seen this um and it's really nice and it makes sense because catching i feel like is a lot more effort than defeating pokemon so oh yeah rewarded well because at lower levels it's maybe not that much of a difference but like when you start hitting like the 20s and 30s and any higher like you're not guaranteed an auto catch you know when you use your pokeball great ball ultra Mm -hmm. ball the way that you are with lower level pokemon and then they have like stronger moves so like you have to keep your pokemon alive they're not doing anything because you keep throwing balls at the wild pokemon and the wild pokemon if they break out can continue to you know use strong moves so yeah i feel like this is a no-brainer because it requires potentially more skill um, so it's nice to see that Kalos has sort of adopted that strategy. Yeah, no, it, it is a, a welcome change, especially for trainers that are, though maybe they don't want to beat up Pokemon. Maybe they just want to catch them. Their team can actually grow in the process. Yeah. Um, so we do want to get the Pokemon caught. So I'll talk about what Boo caught and then we get to hear about the whole team from Ophio, which I'm very excited to hear about. So yes, Boo was traveling through the grass, crawling through the grass and found a oh gosh it evolves so i forgot scatterbug thank you <laughs> found a scatterbug just rolling around in the grass and immediately was terrified one of the scariest things possible because another horror icon i don't know if you were familiar with heimlich heimlich no. is and i'm gonna show you a picture which makes this easier heimlich is the caterpillar from a bug's life oh um, yes one of the scariest oh, creatures it. of all time <laughs> now one thing to know about caterpillars is caterpillars grow basically like directly proportionally to what they're able to consume. And Heimlich is a massive caterpillar. <laughs> this Heimlich thing, is way bigger than anybody else in a bug's life. Way bigger. Meaning I'm assuming this motherfucker is like eating other bugs. This thing is just like a monster. And <laughs> Boo was basically telling me like it's demented because like Heimlich's in this movie 
acting all cheery with all these friends, and he's probably, like, eating their family members, like, anytime a bug dies, eating them too, eating all of the food supply, like, and he talks. He's like, what if you saw a giant caterpillar with, like, this cheery, smiley accent that was, like, three times your size and also eating everyone you knew and loved? And I was like, He's oh. basically a snake. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he probably has eaten some snakes based on, <laughs> the, like, that is a giant caterpillar, and it's just, like, one... We'll get into its evolution in a little bit because at the end of a bug's life, spoiler alert, he sort of becomes a butterfly Love by just sprouting wings. Beautiful butterfly. With just the two little wings. One of the most terrifying creatures of all time. Like, why does it have cheeks? Like, if you've ever seen a caterpillar, it's just, yeah. I, I have nightmares about this, even indirectly interacting with Boo. Well, and the. I don't know for sure exactly, but I think I know which caterpillar Heimlich is in real life, and, like, they are giant and scary yes. so, so it, yeah it's very fi- oh wow That's fair. oh yeah oh my gosh so yeah heimlich is terrifying so again you sneak in these little horror icons into children's movies giving them little happy voices and being like this isn't scary i guarantee if any of y'all saw a giant caterpillar you would run the other direction i have a feeling that boo and nick would be friends because nick saw titanic at way too young of an age and is like still not totally cool with boats so <laughs> And he saw Jurassic Park way too young, and so is like not cool with dinosaurs either. I feel like those two would get along well. <laughs> I think so. So those are the first two just scarring experiences. So currently, yes, there's a scatterbug named Heimlich that uh, Boo has brought on the team to try to conquer his fear of life-size, human-size uh, caterpillars. And now for a quick word from our sponsors. To dash, 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 in a flash, flash, flash. Press the B button to dash in a flash. If you run without running shoes, you'll be locked up forever and never let out, and you will rot and never forget the day that you disobeyed the running laws. But to dash, 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 in a flash, flash, flash. Press the B button to dash in a flash. I once ran without running shoes. No, I'm just kidding. I'd be jailed and killed if I did that because we don't fuck around with running shoe laws and running shoe licenses. This shit is serious. But to dash, 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 in a flash, flash, flash. Press the B button to dash in a flash. So remember to dash in a flash. But make sure you have your license or you will literally die. Now back to our show. So Ophio is using... um snake pokemon from throughout the various regions of the pokeverse hmm. i'm actually don't think that she's using any from kalos Ooh. we'll have to like maybe encourage her to diversify if there are any snakes any in kalos it, yeah. yeah um but so she's obviously like we said starting with snavy uh grass snake named snakey <laughs> then she has an onyx obviously yes rock snake makes sense obviously um Ekans, of course. It's literally snake backwards. Da- named Danger Noodle, of <laughs> course. And then she has a Milotic, not Milotich. Okay. <laughs> um, named Athena, because she's so, you know, ethereal and regal. I still think it's a Milotich. I think it's, it's like not. a... It's <laughs> not. Yeah, it's like Eastern European, Milotich. No, it's not. 
Um, and then uh, she's got a Dratini named Teeny. Okay. So I don't think that po- that it will evolve into a Dragonite since that's not a snake. Not a snake at all. But so Dragonair. Dragonair. Is yeah. Dragonair is good and all that. And then um, a Tynamo named Steve. <laughs> <laughs> is there any reason for Steve, or just it felt like a snake's name? It's just <gasps> fun fact. Oh my gosh, you didn't do this by accident. There is a magic card named Secure Tribe Elder that goes by Steve because it's Secure Tribe. It's Steve, and they call him Steve, and it's uh. a snake. No, I had no idea. So one of the most iconic magic cards is named Steve. It and is it's a, a snake. snake. All right, see, there we go. I'm pretty Bam. sure she just named it Steve, but, but it, we can say there's a reason. It works out. <laughs> there is an iconic Steve in magic. This is wonderful. Yeah. So um, I'm excited about this team. Myla Titch is my favorite. <laughs> um, it's, it's Well, so it's strange having them all at level one because some of them are, I suppose, like meant to be used as lower level Pokemon. So like... Snivy's pretty good at low levels. Um, Ekans isn't horrible at low levels, but like Dratini's trash. Onyx, trash. Milotic already has evolved from a Phoebus. So, like, Mm, she doesn't really. Yeah, like, I think Ophio's going to have to just use a bunch of TMs, I think. Probably. Yeah, because I was going to say. And then Tynamo is also trash until it evolves. So, like, she actually. She has a team of six. They're very low level, and like, a lot of them are not good yet i think yeah it'll be a bit of a struggle for a little while i feel like snaky and uh ekans will do a lot of uh carrying the team. will do a lot of carrying early yes. those are kind of like great early game pokemon to yes have, so well and she has such a weird mix because she's got grass and water electric rock ground with onyx mm-hmm. and then poison and dragon like Weird, weird team. More variety than I would expect from like a theme, though. So that, that that's is true. pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm excited, very excited to see where this goes. One, I'm very excited to figure out all of Boo's fears in life because that just sounds wonderful <laughs> and it kind of like sounds like exactly what I want. And I'm also excited to see if any more snakes pop up because honestly, like, I'm curious to see. How I did not even think when you had first mentioned that there was a snake trainer. I did not even think of six potential Pokemon outside of immediately. I was just like, oh, Ekans and Onyx. Like, well, and there's still Seviper, which Ooh. she didn't do because okay. it's it's a poison type. So like Ekans, obviously you have to pick Ekans. But I mean, I think there like there must be more. Seviper so is just the, oh Gyarados would count. Ooh, I think very snake like water yeah. snake. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So like I think that there are other options out there. Um, yeah. Okay. So you do have there is room to expand. That is exciting. Yeah. And that is gonna bring us to a close for this week's episode. A quick little intro to get us started in this season. We're gonna get into the forest coming out, uh, which is Santa Loon Forest. We have Route Three, Santa Loon City, and a gym coming up. So we're kind of getting into the full swing of things starting next week but for this week it has been pokemon radio with your host derek and sassy on professor oak's pokemon talk with professor oak with a cat on his lap <laughs> sassy hit him with social media if you are on twitter or instagram you can follow us at pokemon radio pod um if you listen to the show on apple Podcasts or spotify Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review we've been gone for like two months yeah i think that was the longest break i think we've taken it was a good break for us um but also means outside of the covid well okay yeah that wasn't great and running a marathon was like not great and i assume like finishing writing your thesis was not great no that wasn't fun either so it was an awful (laughs) break we're happy to be back very happy to be back because that means our lives have calmed down a little bit but um anyway yeah since we haven't put anything out for a while um the show is just gonna be not 
reaching as many people. So if you could leave us a, a rate and review, that will be really good to like get us back up and running. Um, and then, of course, as you have, I hope, figured out by now with this new episode coming out several months after our last episode, the best way to stay up to date is to subscribe or follow the show on whatever platform you listen to us on. So Yes, that is definitely the best way to do it. And look forward to some bonus episodes. We do have some of those in the works as well. There's little things to throw out there in between. Uh, we have some thoughts on the Pokemon universe to, to get out there that we've been holding back because we both like to talk a lot and not having <laughs> Shocker, episode, we have yeah. a podcast and we like Shock- to talk a lot. Shocking news. So <laughs> if you haven't heard from us in a few months, this is, uh, we've got some thoughts to let out. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay. That's Bye. all. <laughs> this show is made possible by support for your Goldrod Public Radio subscription from listeners like you. <laughs> What do you say to allegations that you use performance-enhancing drugs on your Rhyhorn in the 1996 si- Sillage? Are we saying Sillage or Silage? Sillage works. Sillage, okay. <clears throat> <laughs>